0: Hey guys, how are you guys doing?
1: Hey, hey, how's it going, Susie?
0: Good morning. Hey, well, yeah, good morning, Patrick, Susie. So, good hey, everyone, I uh, just wanted to you know, do a, another special announcement. This week, we have um, Susie Lee from San Francisco Bay Area. She's a real estate agent, and she just joined our team at EXP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, Susie, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so prior, you know, prior to going into real estate, uh, Susie spent eight years in the pharmaceutical industry, and she was a pharmacist. And then she got into real estate. So we want to jump in today and talk more about how she got into real estate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Susie, you know, what's going on?
1: Yeah, I mean everything's good. You know, I'm super excited to have joined uh, EXP, and you know, Matt, you're definitely the. Uh, motivating factor for joining this wonderful team and Patrick thank you like you're like supportive in this whole thing so, so yeah um, everything's been great so far
2: well definitely happy to have you part of this team you know uh, so uh, you know a lot of questions we definitely want to get to know you you know all the people listening to this live uh, broadcast definitely wants to get to know you a little bit more um what motivates you what What got you actually what got you into real estate
1: yeah so uh it's 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 uh it's funny that you ask because um i got into real estate from a, a completely different perspective right so i started out in the pharmacy in the pharmacy realm um and i worked as a pharmacist for a little bit and um just kind of background for that. So I I love helping people. So that's how I kind of got into the health industry. Um, and then from there, um, I, I kind of realized that there was like a limit to how much I can help uh, people. Uh, what I mean by that is, um, you know, like with the patient consultations that I that I did, at the end of the day, it was kind of, um, you know, I would only see them once a month sort of thing, if they did come and pick up their meds. <laughs> and then um, after that, I would, I would say, you know, like what else is out there that I can really help people um, for a long time? And so um, I also did property management um, in South Korea where I um, helped manage a lot of you know, investment properties and uh, really expanded my network there as well. And so I thought, you know, how can I really bring this back home to San Francisco where I live? And so that's how I really delved into real estate. Um, Real estate was kind of that bridge between, um, you know, investing, property management and pharmacy and how I could really help people at the end of the day. And really with real estate, I have clients that are like. My, my my lifelong friends <laughs> so I consider my clients my friends and uh, we just we just have this really good rapport and good relationship where I just call them up and say hey like how, how are things going I can't really do that in the pharmacy room because there is that HIPAA thing too right <laughs> and yeah. also um, in terms of just like there was there was just a there was just a limitation in terms of how much I can actually help them because I'm just so motivated to help I don't know if that sounds. Breaking or not, but <laughs> just I like to, I like to go, go through the whole, go through the whole length. Um, cause I'm an all or nothing kind of person. So I really wanted to help them from the beginning until the end. So that's how I got into real estate because I really felt that connection with people and I really wanted to help them throughout the, you know, process, especially in terms of, you know, buying a home, because that's one of the biggest purchases that anyone can ever make in their lives.
2: Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, it will be kind of weird if you were to call one of your patients, and they'll be like, "Why is this girl calling me? Is it time for my med refill?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you know, and 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 most most of the times, like those numbers, um, they would be wrong numbers, or I would have to leave a voicemail, and they wouldn't really call back either. Um, so it kind of just ended. There. Yeah,
2: you really want to take point A to point B all the way from start to finish. And really creating value for the people that you're helping right versus just like a small portion mm-hmm. cool.
1: and like and like don't get me wrong like um absolutely pharmacy is a great way to help people right because obviously people need meds and people need um, like pharmacists to counsel them on how to take their meds um, but real estate is a different way to help people um, you know everyone everyone needs Guidance in terms of how to buy a home, how to sell a home, how to invest in properties. There needs to be people that help guide them from A to Z and really, you know, go through it with them in like a friendly and also, you know, supportive way. So um, it, it's it's just it's just a different perspective um, when when you think about it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Nice. So is all this,
0: like, you know, this is what's helping you with your motivating factor to like be in real estate, to want to help people and, you know, to help them with their purchases, their investments, and just help them grow. Like why real estate?
1: Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, so when I did property management in South Korea, so I'm Korean, right. (laughs) Um, my, my, my family, um, we we go back to korea like at least once a year just to visit family and um just to see how everyone's doing but my background in real estate um and the the family kind of being a part of that real estate background really helped propel me propelled me to make that decision to go into real estate and that in addition with my you know desire to want to be that guiding beacon for people um, Helped me make the decision to go into real estate.
0: Is there um, like you know how if you're investing in Korea or you know property managing, how's it over in Korea versus over here?
1: Yeah, good question. So in Korea, they have a unique system where, let's say, you want to buy a house, right? Um, or like let's let's say you want to like stay in a house, but you don't have the money to do so. You can do what is called like a down payment, like a security deposit for let's say like, I don't know, $30,000, right? And you can make that security deposit for two years. At the end of the two years, you can actually take that $30,000 back from the owner and then go somewhere else and then live somewhere else for another two years and then deposit like another $30,000. So how does that work? How does the owner make money? And how does the owner you know do that? Basically, the owner takes that money, the $30,000, makes improvements for their home because the owner also doesn't have money in terms of like making immediate improvements or you know paying for certain things. And then the owner says, okay, we can let you stay for two years if you just give me this lump sum of money now. So that's, that's, that's a transaction that we don't see here in the States, um, which is very interesting in South Korea.
0: Yeah, that's completely different. Like you're giving um 30k as a deposit for them and they're being able to to use it to fix up the house and then at the end of it they're giving you the money back.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Okay. But there there's another thing. So uh in 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 certain instances there are owners who don't give the money back, right? So you have to be careful in terms of who you work with um for real estate in Korea as well because there can be uh you know, uh, scams, right? So, uh, yeah, you you have to be careful about that. But it is it is a common practice that people do do in Korea.
2: That's really good to know, and that's that's where the working with a professional real estate agent who's very knowledgeable about the specific location can really be helpful, right? To protect the seller and protect the the tenant, or the in our case, the land landlord, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: So I mean, speaking of investments, I mean, do you do you invest or do you plan to invest in any real estate, whether here or in Korea?
1: Yeah, so I actually do plan on investing uh, in the near future. So whether it's I my, my plan is to buy my own place uh, this year uh, or next year. And my plan is to rent out. So my, my plan is to get a duplex <laughs> so I can rent out the other unit and um, that can help pay for my mortgage because um, mortgage in San Francisco, especially is just skyrocketing high. So there's no way that I can just, and I feel like it's, I feel like it's just smarter to kind of, you know, have someone else pay the mortgage for you if you can. Um, So that's my plan for investment. Thanks for asking.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's a smart plan. Basically, you know, it's the form of it's a form of house hacking. You know, buying a duplex, you can definitely rent out one unit and then even for your own personal unit, if you have the space capacity and you want to have extra uh, other people, you know, renting out the other bedrooms as roommates, uh, definitely helps with your mortgage, you know, being the in San Francisco Bay area, the house is pretty high, like, you know, on average 1.2 to 1.5, then, you know, you get to figure out for multi-units is a bit higher, but having that helps a lot. And uh, that's one of the things we did too, for our family. Like we bought our first um, San Francisco multi-unit when, we were, when I was 29. And by doing that, you know, having the other unit rented out, that basically help to cover the mortgage, almost PITI, right? So when you can do that, you're, you're going to cash flow positive really quickly and, you know, get your equity in. And with the equity, you can use it to pay down additional principal per month if you want to accelerate um, you know, the equity growth and just the payoff. But at the same time, right now, the rates are so cheap that you probably don't want to do that. You know, you want to focus on where you can add value with your money and utilize it for future investing. And that's smart that you're doing it. And, you know, doing it at, um, you know, the earlier the better we can do it the greater we have more time to build our wealth through um, investing in real estate and that's a great form
1: right right and um that's actually one thing that i'm recommending for clients that are you know especially 1st time home buyers who you know want to buy a house but maybe they don't have enough money right now right and then they're thinking about how they're going to pay off their mortgage you know in the future i recommend hey like why don't you consider getting like a duplex or um you know like another you know having like another unit so they can so they can rent out the other unit um that's actually um what i suggested for my parents too so my parents um they recently bought a multi-unit. And I guess we can rent it out as TICs in between. Um, but, you know, we we basically rented out the bottom floor as a Airbnb. But the thing about Airbnb, no one's really renting out <laughs> Airbnbs right now. So we're kind of in this, um, you know, quandary. But, you know, hopefully once this passes, it, it'll come back to normal. But, um, yeah. For for um, duplexes or multunit, that that's definitely something that I'm recommending for everyone, especially because I'm I'm thinking about doing it too. So
0: yeah. I- that's a great way, actually. Like I recommend to my clients the same thing. Like you know, think about where they're at in their life, uh, family and situation, and if they can afford to get a duplex, definitely that's a smart route to go to because that's a greater way to scale really quickly. You know, as a duplex or you know, two to four unit, for example, you have one house, one roof, um, you know, multiple water heaters, but you have one foundation as well. It's definitely a lot easier to invest that way than having multiple houses across the board, even the total same price. Um, and it's a smart way to grow. And one question I would ask them is, hey, you know, would you be? Are you interested in investing in real estate in general? Yes, I am. Okay, would you think? What's your thoughts on getting a duplex instead of a single family house? What happens if a tenant can help you pay a portion of your household, so that way you can actually lower it? And in the beginning of my career in real estate, we actually did that quite a few. I actually started in multi units. So um, people our age and our first-time home buyers, they were buying multi-units with me, and we helped them show them that, hey, your mortgage is actually almost cut in half now because you have tenants who are paying a, a big portion of your uh, principal, interest, tax, and insurance. And by doing that, you're actually just paying rent. If you think about it, like some of my clients were paying, you know, their mortgage is like four to five k a month, but the tenant was paying two to three k, so they're only paying two k, which is actually equal yeah. or
1: cheaper than rent. Yeah, yeah and
2: to go oh, i didn't know i can do that right mm-hmm. so yeah on top of that you get all the you can get claim some depreciation a lot of more tax benefits right
1: uh-huh. yeah. exactly
0: uh, that's another one capital improvements depreciation tax benefits you know they got to speak to their uh tax accounting person but cpas but by doing that even some people say well the rates are kind of high i can't afford it i can't afford a down payment there's multiple ways to do that. And I think the thing about it is just figuring out how to do get, talk to the right people, talk to the right lenders, talk to the right agents, figure out how to buy a multi-unit. There's nothing stopping you except for you asking the right questions and learning the questions to ask. But when you do that, you can, um, you can make a lot of money from it and build your family's wealth we actually started with one of my clients. She was, you know, pretty young when they first bought their first San Francisco multi-unit and they had a 6.25 FHA loan with three and a half percent down within the next two years. We refinanced them six times and got them down to a 30 year fix at 3.25 and no one can ever beat it again. But they're like, wow, I didn't even know you can do that. And yeah, I had to go through some paperwork to do it, you know, multiple times, but every single time we just kept making them more and more money and helping their family have a less burden on their own financial mortgages for themselves. And they were able to buy another house that uh, quickly thereafter. So that's the power of, you know, being able to understand finances and real estate together with the right team.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely great information um, for, you know, buyers and also sellers too, right? Um, Who are just trying to gauge the market and really understand like what the timing is in terms of selling or buying. So that's great.
2: So nice. speaking of like investments, I mean, what are your thoughts in terms of the current market?
1: Yeah. So yeah, great question. Um, I actually was looking at the market this morning. Um, so I look at the market reports um, every day. And um, right now there's a total of 95 active listings in the past 30 days. Um, and um, I actually did a, a three-year report on, you know, what the time frame for the active listings in March of this year versus 2019 and 2018. And the number of active listings total um, are for, you know, 2020 up until now is 783 versus, you know, last year, which was like 1,200. So definitely it, it, it went down, right? It's kind of expected, and um, in twenty eighteen it's um, one thousand, and the number of new listings is you know two seventy five versus two years ago, which was six hundred and fifty. So it definitely has um, went it definitely has gone down in terms of the number of active listings and new listings um, with this coronavirus uh, situation going on, right? Um, but what I did notice that was very interesting was that the median number of days in the market has actually not changed. So if you look at the 2020 data, right now it's about 14 days. Last year it was actually longer. So it was actually 17 days. And then if you look at 2018 data, it's actually the same as 14 days for the median uh, number of days on the market. And then if you look at the sales price, it gets even more interesting. So, the sales price for now grew by 3.6% versus last year. And so if you think about that, so right now the median price is 1.4, and last year it was 1.3. So it it actually grew by a million. So it's increased by 3.6%. Um, I, I just rounded off the numbers, right? And what that really tells you is supply and demand. So right now our inventory is so low and it got even lower to the point that it's driving up the prices. So if you look at, you know, I've been hearing with all the active agents I'm talking with, like, hey, like, how's the market? Like, hey, how are you, how's everything going for you? Like, hey, like what's going on with your listings and what's going on with your buyers and sellers and whatnot? You know, unanimously the single most frequent comment that i get and response that i get is you know nothing's really different and you know what actually we're getting we're getting over bidding we're getting you know over asking bids for the most part and it's it's very interesting because the supply is so low that the active buyers that are out there they just don't have enough inventory for them to go around so they're actually over asking the listing prices. And they're actually selling for those prices too. I actually looked at the, um, so there's this scale where you know it, it kind of determines whether it's a seller's market, a balanced market and a buyer's market, right? Even until last year, we were assuming that we're going to shift more towards the buyer's market, right? Like we were, we were thinking, oh, like we're going to kind of go down towards like the buyer's, market, we're going to go away from the seller's market. But right now it's a complete seller's market. So, if you if you do the calculation for the number of properties sold in the past 12 months, right, and then you divide it by 12, so you get you know number of properties sold per month, and then you and then you basically like divide that by the number of properties currently for sale. That's like the formula. Then you get this number, and what that number tells you is whether like where in that spectrum you fit in, and that number. So if you're zero to four, you're a seller's market. Mm-hmm. This is for people that really don't know this scale, right? Because I'm sure you guys no, don't. this
2: is, is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So zero to four is like a seller's market, four to five is like a balanced market, and six and like five to eight is like a buyer's market, right? So the more more the more you are at the ends of the spectrum, the more of a seller's market or a buyer's market you are at. What do you think the number we're at? right now in terms of the spectrum of zero to eight?
2: Two. <laughs> four. Okay, cool.
1: Matt, four. what do you think?
0: I think a four or five, four.
1: five. Okay, so actually um, Patrick was closer, so it's actually mm-hmm. 1.28 right yes. now. 1.28. Like 1.28. This is the real-time data that I got from MLS just this morning. So 1.28, that is how much of a seller's market we are in San Francisco. So like there are a lot of buyers out there who always ask me this question, hey Susie, like is this a good time to buy? Or <laughs> and like I guess from sellers, like, hey Susie, is this a good time to sell? And my my answer is, you know what? For sellers right now, it's the best time to sell. <laughs> because the data supports that right now. Low inventory, high demand, over asking bids that actually close in in terms of the median number of days that close, like you know, nothing has changed in terms of the you know, number of days that close. So it's just everything is running in terms of full business. It's just that there's a fewer number of people that are actually actively going out there, but business is business, it's it's still going around the same um so that's what i tell my sellers for buyers right now is also a good time to buy because if you're actively looking to buy properties sellers know that you're serious sellers know that you are ready and you have the you know like job income like future like future outlook like you know just you're serious and you're a ready buyer to want these properties so they won't they won't, you know, play around in terms of, you know, uh, here's this price, here's that price, in terms of going back and forth with counteroffers. So it's it's really an optimal time. But I think in this mist of fear, right, and this mist of the unknown, it's really hard to gauge what is right and what is wrong. But I think especially in these times, it's important to work with someone work with a realtor who can guide you through that process, which is why knowledge is power. (laughs) Because the data supports that regardless of what's going on right now, facts are facts. Data is data. The numbers tell you the truth. And whether you're willing to open up to that truth is really up to you, right? If you want to see that data and if you want to see, okay, this is what's going on, I want to open my eyes to this data and really understand what's going on, then kudos to you, right? But if 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 you're gonna hide away and put your head in the sand and say, hey, I'm just gonna wait for this moment to pass, then that's also your choosing as well. So it, it really depends on how you want to deal with the situation, but you know, it's it's just at the end of the day, the the data's out there. So
0: yeah, very good. Very, very good. You know, I just want to do a
2: quick shout out. Uh, I yeah. mean, All the buyers, sellers listening to this right here. I mean, you guys got to call Susie Lee right here. <laughs> you're gonna get amazing data. You know, she's going to work super hard for you. You're going to get day to day information um, in terms of, yeah, data. You see, it's incredible. All the facts that you're giving us right now. Um, you know, sellers will definitely benefit from your hard work. Buyers are definitely going to get the best value from working with someone like you. Like you can definitely tell in terms of how passionate you are just from educating everyone listening to this podcast right here. So this is super cool. Like everybody take down this number right here. Give her a call. Email her.
0: I think that's one of the great things about doing these podcasts like we're getting to hear your experiences your values the way you show and represent market data and how you help your sellers and buyers you know digest the data and understand the current situation in the market and kind of get rid of that fear and just understand what you can do in this time period and you know there's no there's so many possibilities but if you don't know or if you don't speak to the right realtor who can educate you and provide real value real light uh, real-time value, then, you know, you're missing out. So definitely, you know, speak to our agents, speak to Susie, speak to Patrick, you know, any of us, and just this information is very important. You need to understand the current situation. And, you know, a lot of us have lived it, uh, not the same pandemic, but we lived through the, you know, economic cycles throughout the past 10, 20 years. We understand that things happen, things change, but if you, you know, dig your head in the sand, then you're going to miss out on, you know, opportunities for your family and to grow. Like I've been here since back in 2008, and it was a different kind of uh, downturn. But during that time, you can actually thrive and help the right people who need help to get through their current situations for themselves. And it's better to understand and educate yourself and talk to the right people than to just sit back and just say, I'll wait and watch what happens. What, what's going to happen is you're going to wait and watch it go up.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah. Matt. I want, to throw, I want to say something on top of that. Yeah. So, I mean, not only do we educate in terms of like Matt, me, Susie, um, not only do we educate in terms of investments or even just as simple as something like buying, selling, multiple scenarios, but we actually live this lifestyle, right? We, we don't just tell you to buy something. We don't just tell you to sell something. We don't just tell you, yeah, invest in this place, you know what I mean? No, we actually run the numbers for you. We tell you how much this we think this place is worth. We tell you the cash-on-cash cash return, the cap rate return. Um, we work with top lenders um, who uh, can close close on your home, right? Um, we live this lifestyle. You know, we actually invest in real estate. You know, we're, we're teaching you what we do and how we've benefited and um, been productive for the last few years.
0: So, yeah, definitely.
2: Really cool in terms of our team.
0: Isn't it? Aren't people just saying right now, like, "Hey, you know, there's no loans out there. You can't get a jumbo loan. You can't buy. You can't buy a house right now." Well, I know they say want,
2: that. We can just call right now to help out each single one of our clients right now.
0: Yeah. And I hear that many people say that. I'm like, that's not actually the truth. The truth is you can find the right lender. You can find the right you know properties. You can figure out a solution to any of these situations. You just have to understand and do a little more digging. Some people are going to give up so quickly and say, yeah, I can't buy anything. There's no loans out there. There's no jump loans. You might not be for the certain brokers out there or correspondents, but there are big banks who are doing it. Oh, they only offer certain amounts to certain people. Well, is that always the case? Are you sure? Have you actually asked and spoken to multiple people within the banks? There are a lot of loans going through. If you look at the market right now, like Susie said, their houses selling. So who is buying those? Is it all cash buyers? I don't think so. So, you know, just taking the opportunity to understand and learn and ask the right people. Spend time, you know, asking and educating yourself.
1: Right. Um, also just uh, two points. So Patrick, um, in terms of like, you know, the the properties that we show our buyers, um those are properties that we actually want to invest in too. <laughs> so it's you know it's it's, it's it, it it goes back to the fact that we care about our clients to the point that we want to show them the properties that we wouldn't mind investing in, that we wouldn't mind putting our skin in the game, that we wouldn't mind partaking in because that's how much we care. So just to add to that point, Patrick, um, and also my um, since you mentioned oh wait. A lot of people have this fear that the coronavirus right now the market situation that we're in is that it, it might emulate what we had in 08 but actually it's completely different and let me explain why um during during the 08 crisis people didn't have equity in their homes people were basically pulling out and buying houses after the names of people that didn't even exist so they weren't buying homes in a legitimate Verified systematic process, but now 53% of Americans in the nation have greater than 50% equity in their homes. Let me repeat that one more time. So, 53% of Americans right now have greater than 50% equity in their homes. What does that tell you? That we're not going to be crashing anytime soon. And there is that buffer in terms of we've learned our lesson right we've learned that okay we can't do we can't do stupid shit anymore <laughs> like what we did in 08. like we can't go up to that you know, housing bubble and just have everyone just, you know, collapse, we just can't have that anymore. So banks got smarter about this. Everyone you knew like the, the, the lending programs got smarter about this. And they basically said, Hey, you know, like, you are going to put at least 20% down. That's our norm, right? You're at least put 20%. And then from there, build your equity. So right now, people have cash in their homes that if necessary, if needed, they can take out that cash and use it as their funds. So this coronavirus situation is definitely completely 180 degrees different from the await situation. And I just want to put that out there that, you know, I I just want to erase that fear that we might head into that crisis again. So if anything, housing is one of, it's actually the best investment to make in terms of storing and parking your funds, right? Like it's, it's, it's very safe, but I think we have this, you know fear and and uh this experience i guess from the 08 crash that oh you know like house housing is you know a little, a little bit is a little bit scary but um it's actually one of the safest safest investments to make so i, I just wanted to put that out there yeah
2: that's a great hedge it's a great hedge what was that percent again 53% so 50,
1: yeah 53% 53. 53% of americans have greater than 50% equity in their homes
2: Got it. I actually heard you. I just wanted to hear
1: mm-hmm.
0: you repeat it a third time. I think everyone needs to hear that repeat a third time. It's yeah, really important yeah. to understand. It's a different market. It's a completely different market from OE. And the fact that the lending standards are so much more stringent, even today, they're changing the rules every single day. But at least if you understand the rules and can go through the process, then you can you know, buy a house.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Which is why, you know, finding that realtor again, I'm I'm not trying to like toot our own horns or anything, but Mm -hmm. it's that important to work with a knowledgeable realtor that can guide you through the whole process. Um, Because it's not easy, especially for first time homebuyers, right? Or even for investors looking for investment properties, like they don't have the time to always look for properties, they're doing their own thing too. And if you have a realtor next to you who can guide you and also Expedite that process and make it smooth for you. Then why not? So,
0: yeah, but you know, I thought many people are saying, "Well, you can't really show houses. You know, how am I going to buy a house if I f- haven't even seen it?" So how does that work?
1: Yeah. So actually, that's a great point. Um, SFAR just came up with a new um, article or new guidelines uh, yesterday, last night, which is basically saying if you have um, so all. All tours should be done virtually if possible, right? Um if necessary, you can do physical tours of vacant properties. <coughs> Excuse me, vacant properties, but if there's tenant and if there's a tenant inside, then uh you have to you have to work that out. Either the tenant has to leave and then there can only be one person in at the same, you know, at, at a time and make sure to have all your PPE gear ready, right? Um, so that for the most part has been going on. Um, so they came out with guidelines again yesterday and, and it's great, you know, it's, it's, it's good that the real estate community is being very proactive in terms of the guidelines that we should partake in in terms of keeping everyone safe. Super cool. Super
2: cool. Yeah. so
0: on on that you're saying hey yeah as a buyer you know or a seller you can actually show your property and the way you do it is through you know having for example photography videography 3d matter ports virtual tours facetime private showings and if it's vacant you know you can You can go in, but you want to make sure you check with your county, your city, your uh, local restrictions on it. But for example, San Francisco here, you can show the property, but there's only like, for example, a maximum of two people in the house at the same time if it's vacant. So you want to make sure you open doors, bring your PPE, have everything. Let them know that they need to sign some waivers regarding coronavirus, and you know, do a walkthrough, but try not to touch things you don't need to touch, and make sure everything you do touch is all wiped down uh, before and after showing. The property should be cleaned, wiped down again, just to make sure for the next party who comes in. And you know, doing your stuff virtually upfront to make sure you even are really interested shows that you know how serious you are because you go through the virtual process first, and then you say, yeah, actually, this kind of really fits me and this is what my family needs. So then you schedule an appointment with your agent to take a physical showing to it and you know you keep your six foot distance plus and you take all your protections with you but people are still actively buying houses right now today they're buying
1: yeah also uh for for clarification that um two people are allowed <coughs> excuse me two people are allowed um in the home um at the same time if they're from the same household um but if they're not in the same household then it's only one person at a time then- um yeah, and also um, inspectors or appraisers—they are considered essential activity, you know, essential personnel as well. So they can also perform their activities uh, too. Um, and so they, yeah, just came up on the virtual showing uh, San Francisco update. So.
0: Nice. Speaking of that, I actually, I want to jump into a quick thing that we talk. We want to uh, talk about, like Patrick and I. We, you know, we heard that you mentioned that. You know, when you joined us, you picked up um, five new listings within the first two days of joining our team.
2: Incredible.
0: How, did, yeah, how That's really yeah. incredible. How does that? How does that work? How do you pick up five I mean, new listings within that? the first yeah. two days with us?
1: Uh, you know, I think I think I got lucky.
0: <laughs> lucky. Uh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. All
0: it's all skills. It's all skills and timing. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, well, thanks. But um, you know, yeah, um, you know, that's that's part of the reason. Actually, that's that's the major reason why EXP Realty is so amazing. Is that um, you know, I so Matt helped me with you know the 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 welcome banner. You know, welcome, Susie. You know, welcome to EXP. You know, great to have you on our team and, and everything. And marketing. So exposure. Right? Exposure in a way that everyone sees you, right? Because I think the biggest downfall for any realtor out there is obscurity. So if people don't know you, if people don't know what you do, if people don't know the services that you provide, then people won't come up to you, right? And go- coming out of that obscurity. So Matt really helped me, pr- like, help propel me in terms of, you know, like, Hey, you know, Susie is a part of the SP Realty. Now that, you know, exposure just kind of happened to target one of, um, my friends who was a seller. Right. And, um, it's just, it just kind of created that, Instant kind of connection, and so we just started talking. And then I I I provided guidance for him in terms of hey, like this is what you should be doing. Have you considered this? You know, have you considered this strategy? And so he was like, oh, like those are some good points. And um, it we we actually didn't. He was actually only telling me about one listing at that time when we were when we were talking. But then um, I I kind of you know asked him more questions, and the more I asked the more he provided. And so that's how I ended up with not one, but five listings. <laughs> <So>. I think, <laughs> I think, I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to just asking the right questions and asking really gauging, what does my client need? What kind of value can I provide to my client that he needs right now at this very moment? And how can I be the guiding force in terms of him, you know, or her, uh the seller, uh, you know, getting what they need. So that's that's basically how I kind of maneuver through that situation. You
0: know, but I thought as agent, you don't really need to market. Like, you know, a lot of people say just focus on your relationships or and they're not on social media. Does social media even matter?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I you know, I, <laughs> I think you proven so- it. um you know i'll I'll kind of i don't know if you're gonna uh maybe you know you'll probably touch on this a little bit later but the major reason why i joined exp is because oh there's so many reasons but the top three reasons are one it's the future of real estate i absolutely do believe that and the main reason is because exp has all the technology that the other brick and mortar realty you know, brokerages are trying to follow. So they don't even have it established right now, but they're trying to follow as in they've just implemented these technology systems like last year or like two years ago. But ESP has been doing it like five, 10 years ago. (laughs) And we've only been improving on those technology systems, right? So we're ahead of the curve, which is amazing because right now in this day and age in you know 2020 we have to be ahead of the curve we have to set ourselves apart from our competition we have to be different and that's the only way to succeed even in life in general right like any field that you go to you have to combine your creative aspect with your skills and how to really you know like a plan so that you basically gear that towards your success right so that's one, right? So technology, everything, you know, marketing. Okay, social media, absolutely important, <laughs> um, especially right now with this whole coronavirus going on, where everyone's at home. You know, the activity for Facebook is just off the charts. So everyone, that's that's part of the reason why Netflix stocks are surging, <laughs> even though everyone else is going down because people are staying home. They're watching movies. They're connected to the they're they're connected to the internet they're connected to, to technology technology is the way right now that we're connecting with everyone isn't it amazing how we can find this simple laptop phone tablet you know tv for us to connect to the community without even leaving our house like it's just amazing and so Social media is definitely important, you know, like chatting with someone, hey, how are you doing? Or just, you know, sending out a video and just saying, hey, you know, like, this is this is my, you know, favorite peeping thought that I made. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, barbecue yeah. that I made. share. <laughs> I
0: missed that. Yeah, I want, I want some <laughs> of that right now. Yeah.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's just it's just wonderful how it really brings the whole community together. So to answer your question, yes, definitely social media is super important. And ESP Realty, um, especially Matt, who's like the tech guru, you know, like he, you, you definitely help um, all of us, um, especially the members in your team, to really just leverage that technology because it's to our disposal, right? Like. It's, it's out there and it just depends on how you use the resources that are given to you. It's about being resourceful. It's about using your resources in a way that is best, you know, is, 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 is best used for you. So basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, def- so definitely I think uh, for us you know our team and everyone else uh, social media is really important to us and technology because the fact that is you know it's the greatest way to communicate globally to everyone yes you can be local you can be ag, you can call one by one but when you can actually be you know for example on a live video on a video at all and have communications to connect with all of your people in your sphere that makes a greater impact than you calling one by one for example if you had three thousand four thousand five thousand people on your Facebook imagine being able to speak live to them all right now now and have them listen, rewatch, reshare. Um, just you know, see you personally how you are so helpful, so resourceful, so caring. That is way more exponential than you calling one by one. And when you call them, text them, or email them you're not really connecting as well as you could by having a video conversation. That's why when you look at Zoom right now, their stocks are soaring as well. They went from 106 to 140 plus. I wish I bought more of that, but you know, (laughs) it's going quickly, you know, it's, it's time. The 2020 is changing and it's the part of, you know, being able to think, how can you help more people quickly and provide the value you do provide and provide it to a greater audience and social media is a big part of our systems and We utilize the technology behind it as well to do multiple things, so that you can connect better with everyone you work with and want to engage with to help them. That's the part—the power of behind our team and EXP.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. Yeah, Uh, technology and just um, in terms of really bringing out the color for each agent and the and the differences for each agent is is, uh, yeah really important.
0: Nice. and you know um we're we're talking about this too before, you know you've been an agent for you know a number of years already, and you know you're previously in a a, a big franchise, and you know we, we know you're interviewing for other brokerages, but like what made you decide specifically to join uh, you know exp and join our team? You can join anywhere. look at you know how the way you're providing value, you can join any, anywhere you want.
1: Yeah, great question. Um, so it goes back to the value that EXP provides in terms of technology and helping uh, agents really grow in terms of their own brand, and also just um, it, it's just it was it was a very different um, perspective. Um, so when I when I interviewed different brokerages, and I, and I did come from a, a very big franchise uh, before um they 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 lacked that technology they lacked that forward thinking kind of mentality which i think is very important right now um in this day and age to really leverage that technology part um and to really expose yourself right because right now like um yes it can go off of your off of the people they kind of know and, and and kind of make phone calls and um kind of you know, just do like newspaper ads and what have you. But really like who really reads newspaper ads nowadays? <laughs> um you know I touch it. It's, it's... I don't I
2: haven't a newspaper in a very long time.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. How it's, long does Corona really last about, on a newspaper like, you know? <laughs> it's it's really about who you want to target, like who's your target audience, right? And you have to really you know I I, I don't mean to sound so it's it has to be strategic in a way that the people that you want to help also also want to work with you too so it it has to go both ways and for you to find those people and for you to relate to them they you know people like to work with people that are similar to them right like we have this tendency to want to open up to people who we find common grounds with so if you're trying to find that target marketing kind of people then you know for me at least it's 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 social media and for me, it's really kind of increasing that exposure for this web presence, and I think it's it's working it's working really well for me right now. So, um, in, in, in terms of that, yeah, that is why don't need ESP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because um, ESP really hones in on that aspect of you know what my strengths are, which is basically like the cloud brokerage. It's like, oh. Amazing.
2: <laughs> so, Let's dive a little deeper into that, actually. Um, you know, you're talking about technology, but from prior EXP, I mean, I'm sure you were very social prior too, right? Um, you know, Facebook and so, so, so How <laughs> you shifted your market strategy in today's market to really help out your clients, to really reach out to those who are um, have similarities that, you know, one another attract one another to work with each other?
1: Sure, great question. So uh, I think it all comes down to how much value you provide to your clients. And I do that by educating people. And the primary way that I'm doing that right now. So, you know, I'm, I'm realizing that video and visual presence is very important in today's market. So and for me, I love helping people, right. And I love adding value. And I want people to learn about hey like this is what's going on in the real estate market like hey like you know this is what buyers should be expecting sellers should be expecting so right now what i'm trying to kind of uh really work on is my uh video platform so i'm I'm, i created a youtube channel where i'm going to upload more videos in terms of you know me educating others about, you know, like how the market is doing and what the current news is right now. Um, So stay tuned for that, right? Um, And maybe, you know, Matt can kind of provide the information down below. Um, But I'm really excited for that because that's, I think, the primary way that I can provide value and, uh, you know, really kind of help people without really asking people like hey come to me and use me as your realtor because you need me no it doesn't really work that way i think it's kind of like hey this is what i can offer if you want my services then here it is if you don't then that's cool too because i'm just glad that you just took away something from this video and i'm just glad that i could help you in just some way shape or form so um yeah to to answer a question i, I think i'm just really really relating to people with, knowledge, with with data, with the facts that are out there and just spreading that.
0: I think some people say like, you know, there's, there's some people out there who have, you know, different kinds of mindsets, like one mindset is like scarcity, right? So those who are in the scarcity mindset, they don't want to provide the value, they don't want to share the knowledge that they have and showcase it on YouTube. But I think, you know, coming from our mindset is there's abundance, right? So having abundance is being able to share, to care and to want to help people. And by sharing your knowledge and sharing it through, you know, social media, video platforms, you can provide so much value for people out there, regardless of them wanting to work with you or not. But those who see the value you provide will probably want to work with you more because they understand the education and value that and knowledge that you're helping out there and having that abundance mindset is i think in my opinion you know greater than having a scarcity mindset but what do you think about that
1: yeah i absolutely agree like it's 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 not um you know and it's everyone knows that the knowledge that i have is not you know just something that i have i mean like everyone knows this right like everyone. If you just search for statistics or if you just search for the market trends or data or like what's going on in, for example, the San Francisco real estate market, all you have to do is just look online and Google it. We have so much data at the ends of our fingertips, right? That most clients, even before they ask me questions, like 80% of them have already Zillowed it or they've already, you know, gone through Redfin or they've already gone through like numerous search engines before they've even come and talk with me and so there's so much information out there and it's not like i'm just giving you this crystal ball kind of forecast and saying hey you know this is exactly what's going to happen because i'm just reiterating what's out there but you know what's different in terms of what i provide is i filter out and i basically hone in on what's important for what matters to you that's what i do that's the value that i provide because there can be so much information and there's so much data out there that it can be very confusing for anyone who is even familiar with the housing market to really understand what is actually going on and what it means to me. But what I do for you is I break it down for you in simple terms. The five top things that you should know, how it affects your property, what it means to sell your house what it means to buy a house in this neighborhood what it means what was the past trends in the past week past month past three months right It i break it down to you down to the t in terms of how it matters to you so there might be a lot of information out there right but it just goes back to what kind of value you can provide specifically to that client wow
0: yeah, <laughs> <A lot. laughs> yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat that's, that's a lot of um great information, right?
1: Yeah,
2: six right there. You said five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she gave you she gave
0: you a bonus one, right? <laughs> a bonus <Yep>. six.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna charge my go uh,
0: for it, go for it, grab it.
1: Yeah.
0: So Pat, we have we already had a you know a pretty amazing um you know interview with Susie, right? It's it's, no, how,
2: it's been a lot okay. of <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: it's amazing how much uh, we get to see into how you know different agents in our team and outside, um, you know how they work, how they think, and how you know our different mindsets and how we help each other together and provide different values and viewpoints and data to well, understand different segments.
2: Team, though, because we actually work with each other, we're not in competition mm-hmm. with each other. We we each specialize in a lot of different things related to real estate,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? For Susie, might know something that maybe I'm not too familiar with. You might know something that I'm not too familiar with and vice versa. And yeah. the cool thing is that we know our strengths. We know our weaknesses. We improve our, on our weaknesses, and we definitely improve on our strengths. And we really provide those services, that education to our clients, right? When you work with Susie, you're not just working with Susie. You are you also get the benefit of working with Matt. And working with- <laughs> Hi. Hi.
1: Sorry. I'm giving yeah. you a tour of my home. <laughs> and, uh,
0: nice background. Nice home. Nice, uh, Thank, Thank you. you. It's, be- it's beautiful. No. <laughs>
1: You just got deal to with, deal with what you have. So I'll just go like this. How about
2: that? <laughs> my, my background's a little worse. This is actually my bedroom.
0: Okay. That's oh. a nice bedroom.
2: <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, so you know, like we're we're learning a lot of great things about each other and how we work and how we think of things. You know, we're getting to understand each other even further about how we analyze uh, data differently and in our segments differently and different property types. So it is a tremendous value amount of value when you can work with a team who has different areas of focus, different fields, expertise, and can share it together. Um, you know, if you're an agent who's working by yourself, or even if you're working in an office, are you really getting the value you need to be able to work and collaborate with a team of agents who have you know similar mindsets and goals and ambitions to grow you know i hope you are and i hope you're taking that value in point to say hey there's abundance mindset you can provide a lot of value to each other and share knowledge it doesn't have to be competitive within the team within the office there's people out there who want to help you as agents right and as buyers and sellers you want to be able to dive into a team of agents who want to help and the goal of the team is to help everyone out there to make smart investment decisions for their first time house for their long uh you know big uh, for their investments for anything out there you need to have that it matters
1: Absolutely. Agreed. agreed yeah sorry sorry guys um i'm <laughs> I, I didn't mean to yeah uh my my, my phone was running out of battery okay. so i was just charging it but
0: <laughs> time's almost up but um Pat any anything you want to add to this?
2: Oh it's been a lot of information hmm. you know what what are your goals like let's just ask one more question but what are where do you see yourself in three, five ten years?
1: Yeah uh, great question um, in the next three years to be specific um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be very open uh, I want to be. A top producing agent. <laughs> I think she's already getting in the there. Next three years, just to be blunt. Um, in the next five years, I still see myself being a top agent, but doing even better. <laughs> and in the next ten years, um, in inter to to interlace with that though, um, I do see myself being more proactive with the community. So there's a lot of things I still want to do um, in terms of my, in terms of my outlook. Um, And I even thought about, you know, like, how can I actually delve into people's everyday lives and how can I actually help them? So I did think about uh, politics too. So (laughs) I know it's completely different, but you know, that's, that's an avenue that I do kind of see myself in the future um, 10 years later. Um, And I think it stems back to my dad. So my dad is, um, he's very involved in the current community and he's helped ever since I was a kid growing up. um, I've helped him with volunteer work. I've helped him with fundraisers. I've helped him with, uh, you know, Asian awareness. And uh, community outreach programs and, and things like that. And I also helped him organize those things. So, and I think that rubbed off on me in a, in, in a way that I want to give back to the community. So, eventually, you know, five, 10 years later, I hope to have all the means that I can to really give back to the community, too. Um, and I don't mean to just collect first and then give, I plan to collect and give at the same time. So, I mean, in, in terms of, in terms of real estate, right? Or just in terms of any job, like you need money, right? But then you also want to, it's it's not just all about money though, right? Because it comes down to what actually matters to you. What's your motivation in life? What is it that drives you and makes you want to wake up in the morning every day? And for me, I know it might sound cliche, but it's to make my parents smile. (laughs) Um, And when I, when I see, because I don't, I don't, I don't have so. Okay. Well, I I won't, I won't get there, but basically um, I'm very close with my parents and I basically tell them a lot of things and um, just to see them happy when I'm doing certain things Makes me want to succeed, makes me want to do things, makes, makes, motivates me to do my best. So, uh, wh- where, wherever my life takes me, um, I'm prepared to do my best. And I, like I said, I'm an all or nothing type of person. So, if I give it my all, I give it my all. Um, there's no question or doubt about it. And I, I'm prepared. I am. Doing my best right now, so I'm prepared to even give it my <laughs> best all the way through, and I'm just ready to power through it. So, sorry, one more thing that I want to add is, um, I know that it's tough for everyone right now, um, regardless of which industry you are in, whether it's essential or non-essential. It's everyone's having a very difficult time right now. Um, but what I do want to say is. The situation is what you make of it. So what I mean by that is, you know, like that old analogy where the musician that can't play blames their instrument. So it's it's more like it's more like don't blame the situation that you're in, right? Because everyone, we're all in the same boat. But it depends on what you make of this what you make of the situation, right? It's about being resourceful, right? It's about what you have and what you can do in that situation to be the best you can be because at the end of the day the decision is yours it's what you make of it and there's no one else to blame or to give credit to besides yourself so it's really about that mindset it's it's about that mindset of okay here's what i have to do i know that the world is crazy right now and it's a shit show out there But what can I do right now to make it just a tad bit better? (laughs) And um, what can I control in my sphere that I can change regardless of what's happening outside of my external realm? Right. Um, I know that's kind of separate from what you are asking me, but um, that's just my mindset in terms of how I'm dealing with the situation right now because part of the matter is like seventy to 80 percent of the realtors out there right now are not working <laughs> they're not actively out there and trying to help people because they're scared and you know it's it's okay it's 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 totally understandable that you know right now they're just going to let the tide pass and just say hey you know after after the situation is over I will help my clients again I will I will you know, go out there and make new clients. But what you do for your clients right now will make or break your business. Not even business, but like make or break how you set your career or how you set your life goals. Because people need you right now. If, if you're not going out there and if you're not offering the help that they need right now, then you're basically saying i just want to be with you when times are good and i'll just basically do real estate when the times are going well and i will kind of just put my head in the sand and go in my own covers and watch netflix when the times are bad because i also don't want to experience pain i also don't want to experience fear um so yeah that was a long-winded answer but That's how I, that's how I approach things right now.
2: That's awesome. Beautiful. I'm going to call five clients right now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yes. You're going to, you're helping us call more clients to understand. We need to help all of them right now. We need to be there for all of them right now. Damn. That's some passion.
2: That's powerful. (laughs)
0: Very, very powerful. You guys getting it out there right you guys get it we know we got to be out there to help everyone and take care of them and think about them and how we can help our community Mm -hmm. and you know try not to hide i understand being safe taking care of our family but at the same time you know we're here for a reason we're here to help yeah all right
2: Mm -hmm. phone call away right
1: phone call away and you know sorry just to add one more thing about the phone call so people actually like being called um you know on like you know if it's not salesy right so like for example if you had a phone call right if, if someone just ring ring you for example patrick right and it was your high school buddy <laughs> hello hi patrick hi. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah it, it was your high school buddy and then um you know she's just checking up on you how grateful would you feel that oh wow like she actually cares about me oh like she's just like asking like how i'm doing like Nothing real estate related, nothing sales related. It's just asking how you're doing. And that's, I think people really appreciate that because you actually took the time out of your day to give them a call and just said, Hey, like, this is how much I care about you. So, and people remember that, right. Especially it's during these times when people don't expect things from people and they're just trying to conserve as much as possible. When you do something that's different from other people, they remember you. And so when they think of, oh, like, who, like, I need to sell my house. Who, who should I, who should I work with? They'll want to work with you because they've already established that relationship with you. Um, and it doesn't have to be like business related either, right? Like they can just be like, they could just end up being your friend and that's totally fine too. (laughs) Um, so
2: nice. Super cool.
1: Super cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, how can you know? How can everyone reach out to you, Susie?
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, I created a lot of social media accounts. So, you can reach me on almost any social media. Um, so, there's um, so Facebook, right? Susie Lee R E. Um, that's my username. That's my username universally for almost everything. Um, you can reach me on Twitter, uh, YouTube. Um,
0: what else is out there? Instagram.
1: <laughs> <business>. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're putting uh, a lot of business
0: brand marketing for you and then make sure that everyone can reach out to you at Suzy Lee RE. Uh, definitely, you know, we have to check out your YouTube videos, especially like, you know, videos like this and just sharing to the community, sharing to your clientele, um, you know, providing market values, market updates, and just seeing what's going on um, in general. That will be a lot of great information for people to connect with you. And, you know, be sure to reach out at uh, Suzy. Her phone number is right below, her email is right below. Um, you can check out her website right down there. And you know, we're gonna be sure to make sure to talk to Susie Lee again in our upcoming videos about, you know, seeing how she's doing in the next, you know, 30 days, you know, six months from now, for example, and just get updates about how everyone is doing in this this time period, right? Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, I want to thank both you uh, and Patrick. So Patrick, Matt, thank you so much um, for setting this whole interview up for me today. It, it, was, it was wonderful talking with both of both of you. And uh, it was very natural on like how we talked. It was definitely like a conversation kind of thing, even though I talked for the most part. Sorry. I yeah, <laughs> love uh, it. <laughs> but um, all yeah, about learning. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm really looking forward to the videos that I'll uh, be making um, in the upcoming uh, weeks. So um, I'll start posting those more, and um, I'll give live updates on Facebook as well. So um, please stay tuned because I'm really excited to share um, what I know, and hopefully it uh, provides some value to you and um, you know some 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 help or like advice in terms of the real
0: estate market. So all right guys, we're out. We'll talk to you guys soon and see you at the next one.
1: All right. You. Thanks. Guys. Bye, Thank bye. you everybody. Bye bye.